Okay, John. So where are you right now? It is 1983. I'm in the cinema watching the end of the Star Wars saga. Okay. And uh, and now? The year is 2005. I am inside of a cinema watching the end of the Star Wars saga. <sighs> okay. And what what about now then? The year is 2019. I am once again watching the end of the Star Wars saga. <sighs> okay. And uh do you fancy like talking about that? Should we discuss it? Like, um, best not. Let's uh, let's talk about the Watchmen. Hello and welcome to Realize in Dreams Club's uh, TV and film podcast. Indeed. My name is Chris. My name is Andrew. I'm joined today by Andrew. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very well. Excellent. Um, today we're gonna we're gonna talk about the TV show that's been gripping. Mm. Um, well. Our, our lives yeah i've not really talked yeah. about it with anyone else no actually. no i've been trying to get people to watch it but it's kind of hard because you're like do you remember that do you remember that watchman film yeah you probably haven't read the watchman but yeah yeah um so yeah we're going to talk about the tv show of the watchman um right now just straight away if you have any interest in watching the watchman and you have not done so yet this podcast will spoil the TV show of The Watchmen. So yeah, if quite significantly. You, yeah, so if you um, want to go in blind with The Watchmen, which I would really suggest because um, there's some really good twists and turns along the way in the story and some good reveals mm. as well, then um, I would suggest that you switch this off, Yeah. Um, pause it right here, and then once you have binge-watched all nine episodes of The Watchmen, you come back and you can hear what we think about it. Indeed. Although, would you recommend actually going in blind or just blind from our podcast? Because I think it probably makes sense. As someone, as for myself, who didn't read the comic, I think it's probably worth watching maybe like a YouTube video to get the story of the comic before you watch the TV show. Yeah. I think that's uh, probably beneficial, isn't it? Yeah, and I mean, would you would you recommend watching the w- watching Watchmen as in Zack Snyder's as in the film Watchmen? Um, I haven't seen it since probably like the year it came out or the yeah, year same. after, so I don't know if I would. But I know that it's I know that there's a big plot point that's very different. Yeah, and they use the actual plot. They point use the, in, the comic in the, book. Plot yeah, point, so, so the comic book's more accurate to um, the Watchmen. So the Watchmen, this TV show, is a yeah. sequel to uh, mm. the graphic novel of called Watchmen, written by Alan Moore. Um, and Dave Gibbons, by, is it? Is he the guy who d- draws, I think? Potentially. Who drew it. Published by DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's set... Oh, I can't remember exactly how many years. A considerable number of years It's after. set in 2019. Oh, it's set in the current Yeah, day. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, of course it is, yeah. Uh, set in 2019 after the events of Watchmen, which ended in the 80s. Um would I recommend watching Watchmen? Yeah, go on. Why not? Yeah, watch probably, it. but 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 maybe watch a little YouTube video of the graphic novel as well. To yeah, see what just the a summary. Um, yeah, 
So what I would... need any more preamble. Yeah, spoilers ahead then. Spoilers, spoilers ahead. ahead. Yeah. Stop. Oh, also, now. I wouldn't suggest. Okay, don't stop. I also wouldn't suggest going in blind to this because you won't be able to see it. Yes, fair point. This is a TV show. Yeah. So you can go in blind to our podcast. That's I suppose okay. if you found a good audio description. Yeah, fair. It, uh, yeah, you could. could you go could blind. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. There's a lot of visual stuff in this, though. There is a lot of visual stuff. Yeah. So Sorry to any anyone who is blind. Also, it wouldn't. But also, going into our podcast blind wouldn't necessarily matter because podcasts are just exactly auditory in nature. So that's why I think it's okay. Right. First question for you. Chris. Okay. Cool. Do you think, as as you have read the comic, I have. haven't you? It was and a while ago, probably yeah. about like seven or eight years ago. But yeah, are you happy that the show took the form of a sequel of sorts? Um, do you think? Because I think there was there was some confusion before coming out whether it was going to be like a direct adapt adaptation again, like the film and stuff. Yeah. Um, and then he, they didn't really say properly. They're like, oh, it's a remix of it, and then it turns out it's pretty much just a sequel yeah um with it um what was your thoughts on that kind of approach yes i was super confused when they back when they announced it i was kind of like oh really Mm. oh watch one okay um because i thought well we know the story there was a film made fairly recently about it um but then it came out that it was going to be a sequel and i was like oh okay great and then obviously when the when the when the show starts and I actually wasn't really super feeling it the first like two episodes or so. Yes, yeah, so that's um, that's something I I was going to kind of bring into that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it kind of um, like for me, it didn't really click until I think episode three, mm. and part of that was because it was a sequel to Watchmen, and I felt like, oh, okay, well, it's just a random story told f- from a world where the events of Watchmen happen. And I was like, okay, yeah. and I was kind of getting to point that, but then actual characters and. Yeah the events of this of the graphic novel started to be properly yeah. um brought into the plot which really like hooked me a bit more cuz i think the first couple of episodes really just um set up the scene of this place in Tulsa America yeah. where um where it's all set and our new kind of heroes or characters that we'll, yeah. we'll see regularly and it, there was a lot of um i suppose i'll bring in that point then cuz it kind of links in with it in that there was a lot of mystery and kind of almost on purposely like confusing almost mm. um especially if you're going in thinking oh watchman i know that or oh, i know something about it yeah um there are a lot of characters which you see and you're like is this this character from this from the comic or is this just a completely brand new person who we have no idea about yeah and, and some of them some of those things take a long time like, to actually a long answer, like, like a, a official long confirmation you can kind of piece things together as yeah. they're going but yeah um and for me it was it was quite almost jarring as well because I went into it, I think, I'd seen an interview where they said, oh, it's, it's a remix of Watchmen, and, like, didn't say it was a sequel. And I was like, oh, okay, right, so this is, we're going to forget about all of the other characters that happened in Watchmen, and maybe they kind of lied a bit on purpose, because then actually, like, quite a lot of the characters from Watchmen are actually in it. Um... Yeah, well, three, four. There's like three, three or four. Okay. Yeah. Of of the cast of the main characters of the show, that's like half of the cast of the main yeah, characters, yeah. kind of. So, I suppose um, all the ones that aren't like dead. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Um. So yeah, it was it was quite mysterious, quite confusing to start out with, and I was enjoying it just because it was kind of so wacky and weird. Um. But then I totally agree with you. By kind of episode three or four, 
I felt like its themes were beginning to take place, kind of take hold a bit better, and um, the kind of what it was trying to say um, became clearer as well. And then as as the events kind of snowballed forward, um, and as more of the characters kind of revealed themselves, it I was it, it was one that I haven't had it for a long time. Where I've been watching a TV show, and I'm like, right. I need to get to the next Sunday so yeah. I can watch this next episode. I need to know what's about to happen. Yeah, I mean, I was watching it um, on Mondays yes. when I got in from work. And it was literally like, I mean, those those nine Mondays when I would come home and watch it were literally, I got so little done. Yeah. Because I, I was literally like, oh, I have to leave as soon as possible. Yeah. Get home and... Get home, immediately, immediately turn it immediately on, go. It. Yeah, it's, it was so... It, it just became such a good part of the week. And it only finished, I think, like, a week or so ago yeah. since we we're recording this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, in fact, exactly a week ago, wasn't it? Yeah. That it ended. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was, I, I think, so I, I want to kind of go through like some of the episodes and some of the moments especially, yeah. um, which which s- kind of stuck out to me. Um, do you are, you, are you happy with how they did link back to the original events? So with what, what things they did, did reference or did kind of were acknowledged in it yeah so i mean obviously one of the big things and this is obviously going to be uh spoilers to the Alchemy, mm. as well, is that the big event that happens at the end is um that this character ozymandias or adrian white um he fakes an alien attack in mm. new york and ends up killing about three million people um and this attack sort of brings the world together you know, so it obviously it's set during the height of the Cold War, um, and a, do- a doomsday clock is a big um, uh, kind of motif going through the actual yeah. graphic novel. And as you go, as you read further and further along, the beginning of the chapter, each chapter have has a doomsday clock getting closer and closer to midnight. Yeah. And so Adrian White decides decides that well, the world's going to destroy itself. Yeah. With nuclear war, so what I need to do is bring everyone together. So he fakes this alien invasion. Um, and the Americans and Russians, you know, down arms and, you know, come together to try and prevent the world from being attacked by these aliens again. Yeah. And so everything that links back to that is great. Like Adrian Veidt in the TV show, you find out that he carries on faking these like yeah. smaller attacks. On a smaller uh, scale. Smaller sort of, uh, what are they, like shrimp monsters? Yeah, it's like caracopods or whatever the yeah. name is for, like, yeah, tiny squid, um, basically. Just to keep everyone... Just to keep it in everyone's memory, you know, even yeah. like 30, 40 years after it happened, just to keep it in everyone's mind so yeah. that ev- no one wants to go back to, um, uh, sort of go back to the Cold War and how yeah. like nuclear, potential nuclear um, destruction. Um, so like that way it links back in is brilliant. Mm-hmm. Obviously a very key character in Watchmen is Dr. Manhattan. Yes. Um, who's basically, you know, like a, he can do anything. He's like a god. Mm. Um he has incredible powers where he can just teleport people, just yeah. wipe people out of existence. He um, he can sort of see, experience things through time in the ways that different people can't. You kind of see things that happen to him in the future. Um, yeah. In the present. Like, he doesn't see time in a normal way, which made his parts in the comic confusing. And then it, the way they do it in the TV show when he eventually is, mm. is brought in is brilliant. So I was going to say, actually, on that moment of, of Dr. Manhattan... I would. I think there's two episodes. The episode before his reveal and his reveal, um, which is episode six and seven. 
I think. Um, is that right? I think. Have you got a list there? A God walks I think into a seven bar. Seven is the one where he. Oh, seven and eight. Seven yeah. and eight is um, our two episodes in a row where I kind of want to talk in detail about because mm. both of them I, I thought were sensational. Um, I think I think six as well. Six is the one that. Oh, sorry, six is six. Sorry, six and eight are the two. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Other other characters, other returning characters. Then you had um, uh, Laurie, Laurie, um, who was um, oh, why can't I remember? Silk Spectre. Yeah, the, the second Silk yeah. Spectre from uh, the Watchmen. Now Watchmen, they were actually a group called the Minutemen. Yeah, um, who were really who were who the ones in the Watchmen comic book were a redo of an older group called the Minutemen. So yes. It's all very confusing. Yeah, who were kind of like the Avengers, the Justice League. Yeah. They're like the ones who were. Um, uh, sort of saving saving the day or that sort yeah. um, and she's part she was part of that group she was Dr. Manhattan's um, lover yeah she ends up leaving Dr. Manhattan and getting with the second Night Owl who yeah. is like like Batman kind yeah. of thing in yeah. this Justice League um, because Dr. Manhattan is like impossible to yeah. <laughs> have a conversation with you can't really fall in love with a god yeah <laughs> um, so that's kind of it I mean, so there is also not in the Watchmen comic book. I mean, Hint talked about in the Watchmen comic is the original group of Minutemen, mm-hmm. and one of them is um, supposedly the original person who put a mask on and fought crime, which is yeah. called Hooded Justice. Yes, and Hooded Justice is never revealed as to who he is um, at all in the comic book. And people through the years have had ideas as to who it was, mm-hmm. and this TV show kind of gives us the answer yeah and the way it gives us the answer is in episode six called this extraordinary being um which i think i i I obviously think that there's a couple of episodes of um breaking bad which i think are some of the best episodes of all time ironically one of them called ozymandias yes yeah um but this episode of watchmen i think that was i think it was my favorite episode of the whole run of the series um yeah i think that's fair yeah i think so um Basically, it's up there the with entire, yeah, the entire part. So, An- Angela, who we haven't even mentioned yet, is mm. kind of your main character. Yeah, she's the new main. She's the main hero of the TV show, basically. And she is an ex police officer who is now, um, what's what's her name? Um, sister Knight. Sister Knight. N- sister Knight. Yeah, so yeah. She's she's going around kind of as a superhero. Yeah. Um, and she ends up finding out who Huda Justice was because her grandfather um, gives her these pills that yeah. allow you to see um, someone's memories. Yeah. Called nostalgia. Yeah. Um, and this whole episode is her basically having taken all of these pills, which she shouldn't have done really. Yeah. Um, seeing all these memories one after another. The whole thing, pretty much the whole thing is black and white. Yeah. Um, and at, well, at, well, he didn't actually mention that. Angela is black. Yeah. And so her family tree as she finds out obviously um, they're black living in america in a very difficult time in america for yeah people which there was the tulsa massacre which was a big a big thing that actually happened and you see that at the very beginning of That's the show, show it, it starts it with that um and and the grandfather then is is intrinsically linked through that yeah. event he was a, a child a young child when that happened yeah. and um he basically wants to grow up and become a policeman mm-hmm. so he goes in has a really terrible experience of racism within the community and in the police um other police officers try to uh, well like they send a message by putting a noose around his neck and saying mm. you know you don't really have any power here and it's that that sort of drives him to actually 
you know, put on a mask and go yeah. and get justice in the streets how he can if he, if he can't do it as a police officer. Yeah. Um, he has to hide himself because he can't be yeah. a, a black individual helping society. He has to hide the fact that he's that. So this Watchman reveals that Hooded Justice is actually Angela's grandfather. Yes. Which is a big, obviously quite a big reveal. Um, yeah. So, but, uh, so that goes through and... You then you then start to actually reveal why all these events are happening in this place mm. in Tulsa after the massacre, and it will just start. And the, and the kind of weird opening of that Tulsa massacre starts to make sense, and yes. all of the different um, storylines from the beginning of the series start to really make sense yeah. of why you're seeing this. Yeah, they feel like kind of loose threads for for a surprisingly long yeah. time, and then and what what I was gonna say that like amazingly, it kind of almost doesn't feel rushed even though it happens very quickly over a couple of episodes. I think it's done in such a satisfying way that these loose threads, all, all like the vast majority of them come together and all make sense. And it all, it was such a satisfying payoff for, mm. for the vast majority of them. Um, and that episode as well, it, it's, the, the show is like a, is like a nicely filmed show. I don't think it's overly, um, kind of arty looking yeah, like at all. Flashy, yeah, it's, it's quite normalish. Cinematography. Yeah, generally speaking. This episode, though, suddenly, it's so inventive with what it does and there's so many moments where um, you've got her grandfather, kind of obviously much younger, looking at a mirror or something, but then you'll see Angela in the reflection of the mirror in the, in the coming back because she is living these memories, like acting them out almost. And there's so many times where it does that in really clever and subtle interesting ways there's lots of times where there's like a door will be open and there's a completely different scene happening through the doorway from what's happening in the room and yeah i, I, was, I was really taken aback by how visually interesting the episode was as well um, as well as being such like an eye-opening it's such a bold thing to put on yeah a tv show I think, absolutely so it's not just the fact that there's so much like uh, uh, shining a lot on the overt racism mm, mm. in the past but then also the fact that he ends up having a um, an affair with another man. Yep. From, uh, who is one of the original Minutemen as well, who is, I've got the name somewhere there, Captain Metropolis. Yeah. Um, and then also the fact that it wasn't just a case of, oh, he had this affair with this guy and it wasn't like, oh, oh, they're in love. And mm, you know, mm, it mm. was actually, no, he, the other guy, Captain Metropolis was kind of a dick as well. Yeah. And was kind of using him for his race and yeah. his who he was as headed justice exactly um so it didn't show anything off as being oh this perfect sort of yeah reality yeah it's 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 the nuance in those moments which works so well and it also you know because he then stumbles upon this conspiracy of this group called um cyclops cyclops it? yeah mm. who um are basically a white supremacist group yeah. in i'm trying to remember what year i think what year we're in now is it the 20s yeah i think it's about the 1920s yeah um and he goes around trying to do this and captain metropolis doesn't want to help him because you know uh, you know he doesn't really care about the plight of black people in america at the time so the, the tulsa race riot was 1921 okay was when that started so then we well, this must, is quite a bit after yeah then. so this Maybe is probably 40s probably in the 40s or so um um and then obviously that when you get back into present day and you get into the future that the Cyclops link comes in very strongly because yeah. um, obviously the there's a group called the 7th Cavalry who yep. are the ones, in, if you've seen any trailers, who are wearing all the Rorschach mas masks from 
the original Watchmen series, um, and that whole plot is kind of central to what's going on. Yeah, um, yeah. It's it's also a you think it kind of I think it sets it up that they are um, that they're that they're kind of racists, but also just terrorists in general. And then actually, it's this much wider conspiracy that pretty much anyone in power is part of this group that they are just using them as the kind of pawns almost to to get to get what they want which is ultimately then um Dr. Manhattan. yes taking yeah. dr Manhattan and using his power which then leads us on to dr manhattan and his episode and his reveal for me again was i, th- I think i agree with you in that that episode an extraordinary being um being i think the, the real standout episode of, the, mm. of the, the show i think it builds in such a beautiful way the whole series this episode then as well was it kind of starts out with angela being young in vietnam um which is where her family's living yeah right? yep and kind of gives you a bit of backstory as to angela who for six or seven episodes we've had as our main character and we've not really we've just heard a few snippets about her past and now we learn about her family tree and then we find out about actually her upbringing mm. kind of how she became who she was and and it's like very, it's so, because obviously she's in Vietnam and in the Watchmen universe, the Vietnam War was not lost by America. Yes. I mean, Vietnam is actually the 51st state in mm. America it's ta- yeah, because what happened was the war started and the president at the time just sent Dr. Manhattan yeah. into Vietnam and he literally destroyed any trace of Viet Cong or any like uh, opposition to US forces. Mm. So Vietnam is actually, you know, she there's a lot of it in the episode where she's sat in like an American diner yes. in the middle of Vietnam. Yeah and, yeah. and it's so subtle. You don't really notice it, but then you think, oh yeah, they're in Vietnam. Yeah. Um, and then she gets the classic superhero origin story yeah. where, you know, her parents are there and she sees them die in front of yeah, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and she dies because they're American officers and they're killed because there are some Vietnamese people who resent the fact that Dots Manhattan won the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then she walks into a bar. Yeah. And yeah. she meets a man who we never see his face the whole time um, because he's wearing a Dr. Han Matten mask as well. I think that's actually next. That's the next episode, isn't it? Oh, so I, so the, the episode that I'm talking about is when they they meet in the bar and it, at the very end is um, where they are together and they're coming out of the house mm. and getting shot at. Yeah. Whatever yeah, episode yeah. that is. That's episode eight. Yeah. That's episode eight. Okay, yeah. So that episode, you kind of... Um, you learn, you begin to learn who Dr. Manhattan is and why. So he's actually been in the show the whole time. Yeah. Is, so this, is that's kind big of the twist. big spoiler is that Angela's husband, um, Cal. Cal. Um, is actually Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's loads of different, um, there's so much. There's so much to explain that we. we there's no point in us explaining it here because yeah. you just watch it, and that, that's the whole joy of it. Um, but what I loved about that episode is that, again, we've had these dramatic things and and various things. But this episode, actually, the whole episode is just a love story, basically, yeah. and it was so good at at showing that story go and understanding what sacrifices they made for each other and how hard it must have been. And the ultimate thing of then him essentially agreeing to forget who he was, yeah. basically, to live a life so that they could live a life together. There's a great thing which you'd only really get if you knew the story of the 
graphic novel of Watchmen mm, mm. that you won't wouldn't have got. I mean, it's still a really touching moment, but mm. it's something that you wouldn't have got just by watching it. Is that um, there's a, there's essentially that episode, episode eight, where he they're in a bar. Yeah, that whole episode is um, is basically shown to us kind of like how Doctor Manhattan sees the world. Yes, because you've got that moment in that bar, but then it will jump forward mm. to what he's experiencing about something in their relationship in the future. Yes, and so then you- it's something, and then another part, and then another part, um, and you see her frustration. There's an example where. He, she actually walks out on him. Yeah, but he's told her that years before. Yeah, um, and yeah, it, wonder, it wonderfully is linked. It, it's literally making you understand how he lives. Yeah, by having these things be told and then in, seen just in constant flashback, flash yeah. forward, flashback. Um, but then the, the really great moment is so obviously at the end, um, the seventh cavalry. The seventh cavalry arrive because they're basically trying to kidnap Doctor Manhattan. Yeah, and when they arrive he's he basically says to her you need to leave you need to get out of here yeah. because they're going to take me yeah and she's like no i'm not going to leave i'm going to stay and we're going to fight and then he says to her this is it yeah and she's like what and like she's literally like tooling up she's getting like guns yeah. from everywhere and he's like this is the moment where i realized that i love you yeah and she's like what are you talking about they've got like three kids they've adopted together yeah and he's like, yeah and you, you, he doesn't even say it but you as a viewer go oh yeah this because he experiences Cause life like that yeah this is where and she's already asked him. She's yeah. asked him that in, in the bar the yeah. first time they meet. Um, but what what the really cool moment is that <sighs> she stays there and fights for him and and is trying to save him right till the end, literally yeah. till the till the moment you think even they've won. Yeah. But he still gets taken. And when he was a guy called John, and I can't remember his actual last name. I think it begins with O. Yeah, um, Osterman. That sounds right. Yeah. It's yeah. Um, when that actually happened, it was kind of like a freak accident in a science lab where yeah. his cells all got ripped apart. Nuclear stuff, wasn't it? He was in a relationship with a woman whose name I've got no idea what her name yeah. is. But basically, when she thought, when when it was all going down, she realised there was no way she could save him. Mm. She ran away. Ah, and, nice. And, and yeah, he I didn't was know sort that. Of there, like calling for her, yeah. and she was gone. And this time, and this moment where he knew it was hopeless. He yeah. knew she, he knew that he was going to die. Yeah, or he was going to be taken. She stayed and fought. Yeah. And so that moment has like an extra little bit of like, an extra, oh. yeah, yeah. And um, there is, so one of the other things I wanted to mention in the series, which is directly on this scene exactly, is the music in this mm. show is phenomenal. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. But you, you wouldn't even notice it really. Yeah. Unless you're really focusing on it, you wouldn't notice it. It's it like, so it's Trent Reznor and Atticus Ross who have done a lot of, things recently i think they won the oscar for social network um so they they, they're becoming like the real powerhouses of music currently so they did this the main theme the first episode i think it happens and it's kind of this like 80s kind of john carpenter horror synthy kind of thing and i was like okay um it's a bit weird and stuff and then as it repeats through the the show i felt absolutely in love with it and then this scene it comes in with this kind of like almost rockish kind of song but as as Angela is just about to basically die, like she's gone out gunning down all these guys, but she's she's overrun with the Seventh Cavalry. John just pops it like back, yeah. or Doctor Manhattan pops back in and just like puts his hand out and blows up all these different guys' heads, like they're exploding yeah, yeah. everywhere. It's really similar to Rorschach's death. Yes, so yeah, yeah. Back to that. And they and the music swells up to this huge moment, and I was like that. So. 
we haven't kind of said so the guy who's kind of kind of kind of in quotes created this show Stamen Lindelof who's done lots of different things my my favorite tv show The Leftovers Lost and lots of other things but quite often well for me The Leftovers was the thing which I loved that he did and it was like it's so emotional like all the time you're like on the verge of tears like almost every episode this like hadn't had that many kind of emotional moments and then this happened and I was like oh kind of hit you hit me in the heart mm. um it was it was such an amazing swell and kind of journey through that episode to where we get yeah. to that to that such a great payoff at the end and then yeah he's taken and you kind of you knew it was going to happen though and so, so that's i think that's the very end of episode eight with obviously yeah. one episode before before we get on to talking about that last episode yeah. at all and i don't really want to say too much about it i think but yeah. before we talk about it, I, the, I do just want to just jump back a little bit yeah because yeah, yeah. um Obviously, there's loads of different characters, and there's a character we've not talked about yet. But I think, I think, I think, looking back on it, mm. I think he's my favourite character from the series. Ooh, well, so one thing I was going to have, which obviously we'll continue with what you're going to say, but I was going to at the very end of the episode just say, right, give me your favourite character, your favourite episode, and your favourite moment. But yeah. so talk to me about your favourite character then. Okay, so alongside ah. Sister Knight in the police force is a character called Looking Glass mm. um, who you will have seen if you've seen the trailers he's got um, a mask on that completely covers his face that is kind of like a mirror yeah such a cool design really cool so design. cool um, and I, I should get the actor up um, if you Tim Blake uh, it's Tim Blake Nelson I think yeah yeah and um he's you know he's one of those guys that you might recognize the name you might not recognize the name but if you saw his face you'd be like oh i totally recognize you from about nine different movies where you play this side character or this that and I, when i realized he was um in this i was like oh that's cool i recognize that guy but i don't really have any strong opinions about him yeah tim blake nelson he is incredible so good now all the way through he's just playing his kind of what he does as a looking glass is he kind of interrogates people um, he'll put them in this room and he'll be showing them lots of images and asking them questions and it's really cool um, but that's kind of it mm. um, but then the episode 5 happens which is called Little Fear of Lightning and it opens up with a flashback to when Vite sends the alien yeah to New we York. see it we see the whole the whole we see thing it. it's amazing yeah and, um, from a slightly different perspective basically because I think he's in he's in like New Jersey yeah, I yeah, yeah. So he's, he's, he's in like a theme parky type and he, place. And they're, so, they're, so they're outside of New York where it happens. But basically when the alien lands, it sends out a psychic wave, a psychic yeah. blast, and it kills loads of people. Yeah. Um, but our character, Looking Glass, who his real name is Wade, he is a... I think... Oh, I don't want to get this wrong. But I think he's like a Jehovah's Witness or he's a Mormon. A Mormon, I think. I think he's Mormon. I think he's Mormon, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, basically he's going to this... Uh, he goes to this fun fair it's like an 80s kind of everyone yeah. everyone looks like they're from um oh, what, what, what am i trying to think of uh, i'll come back to it um but basically there's this huge gang there and they and they're actually a gang from the watchman uh, graphic novel as well oh are they yeah they're, uh, actually, some, they're actually a group from it and um uh, the uh, the thing i'm thinking of is the lost boys which is from keith yeah, sullivan yeah. like it's so like proper 80s looking and he base he gets like um, humiliated by this mm. girl because he's obviously supposed to be there trying to convert people, and she basically she takes him into the she kind of seduces him. She seduces him, goes into is it the mirror? Oh, it's the mirror. Yeah, it's obviously. A, yeah, um, and she like steals his clothes. Yeah, she takes yeah she takes his clothes off and runs away with them. But then the psychic blast happens. Yeah, and he passes out 
and then when he wakes up obviously he's completely naked walks mm. out and he just sees blood everywhere yeah, like people dead are people dead. screaming um and his and while this is all happening you're just hearing this ringing yeah um like the as if the blast had actually happened and then the rest of the episode is literally just based on him yeah and how he's got horrendous ptsd from this blast yeah. seeing all these people die and the other the other um um, theme for him through this episode which is quite an interesting one and a bold one to put on a show like this is about how he is constantly abused and humiliated by women mm. because obviously you have that first story of that woman of the girl in the gang who yeah. stole his clothes and everything then you have um, you have the woman who ends up being part of the 7th Cavalry yeah. who he who he meets at meets a, a PTSD bar. group. Oh, you're oh, no, right. No, you're, so, no, no, I think you're right. He he meets her in like a cat in a in a cafe, and then he invites her to the group. Yes. Yeah, and then but then it turns out it's all a ploy to get him um, to get him to the seventh cavalry. And then obviously at the end of the episode, he kind of realizes that Angela's lied about something. Yeah. And he turns her in, kind yeah. of. And that's how that's when she takes the nostalgia pills. Yeah. So it's a really it's it's a really it's such a good episode about this side character and mm. when it starts because obviously there's loads of stuff that's gone down just before yeah but angela finding out her grandpa and stuff like that and then it's just like uh we're just gonna leave that and we're just yeah. gonna talk about uh looking glass and i remember the, the start of the episode when i realized it was looking glass in the in the flashback I'm yeah like, oh my god come on let's just let's go to angela what's going yeah, on yeah 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 and then about half of the halfway through the episode toward the end i was like no i need to know more about him yeah I, that episode finished and i was like because, i love because, this character because it finishes with the seven, he's, he's dobbed Angela in she's being arrested by the FBI yeah. taking the nostalgia pills and then he goes back home um, so I, I actually just want to bring this other point in because it's such a good story of his character he basically he, after the psychic wave happened loads of horrible insurance companies came in with things saying oh we can detect when there's another psychic wave going to happen yeah. um, and they sell Kind of like, um, kind of like alarms, a, like burger alarms alarm, in houses, and there's like a t- there's like a special metal as well, yeah, which, like a fo- like almost looks like foil, which is what his mask, and that's made why of, he wears that mask, uh, which meant to protect because you he's it. terrified of it happening again. Yeah. He's got such bad um, post traumatic stress, and he his alarm thing breaks, mm. and part of the episode is him trying to get a new one sent to him. Yeah, yeah, and when he goes back to his house um, after finding out from the Seventh Cavalry that it was a hoax, yeah. There was no real alien. It's not going to happen again. Yeah, yeah. He destroys um, He destroys his original one or it breaks. And then when he gets home at the end, he finds the new one that's been sent to him. Yeah. And he picks it up and puts it in the bin. And he goes in his house and then he waits for it and then he comes back out, picks it up. Picks it back and, up. And, and takes it inside. And you yeah. just think, oh my God. And even even with that, he can't get over it. Even though he knows. Yeah. He's seen evidence that it was a fake. He can't. He, can't, he has to just keep living his life. But then the actual end is you see the Seventh Cavalry arrive at his house yeah. with like, with like shotguns and, like and everything, guns and everything, yeah. and start breaking in, and that's the end. Yeah. And you're like, I, I genuinely like, thought he was dead. Yeah. Genuinely yeah, 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 thought yeah. he was dead. Yeah. Um, and I was, I was like, oh. And then I, you don't see him for four episodes. Yeah. You don't see him until the final episode. <laughs> was like, you were like, oh, he is dead. Then. That's episode five. five. Yeah. Yeah. He crazy. he was a cool character with a cool concept at first, and then he had his episode, and I was like. I need more of him. He's so yes. good. I love him. He's my he's my now my favorite character in the show. Yeah. It does that it, it does that over and over again because you watch, you know, obviously you start off and you're obviously attached to Angela and then yeah. Laurie comes in and you're like, "Oh, she's awesome in this." Yeah, yeah. Then um then you obviously get the Wade bit. Then you find out about Hooded Justice and you're like, "Man, yeah. the he's so cool." Yeah. Then it's Dr. Manhattan and then you're like, "Oh, 
everything together. Yeah. It's that I think I think that's for me that's becoming more of like a trait of a Damon Lindelof show yeah. is that it's intentionally confusing until the end and it's amazing at doing a side character episode and making you care about them as much or maybe even more than the main character at times. So good at doing that. Um once just before we talk about mm. the end I, I mean i don't really want to i don't think we should talk that much about the ending i don't well, there's I don't only a couple really... things i want to say yeah. about it but before we do um well there's two characters that we haven't really talked about i think that we probably should mention yeah one is lady true yeah um who is a vietnamese um kind of genius who owns this company this yeah. like multi-trillion dollar company whoever um and she uh she comes into it about halfway through yeah, well, there's, there's mention of her yeah. a couple of times, and then you have a bit of a story, like a, 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 an episode where I think there's a scene where you kind of you first meet her properly and you understand what she is and what she's doing. Yeah, um, and she is essentially Adrian Veidt's daughter. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, um, and and she sort of. You know, she's, she becomes quite central to the plot the, mm. the more it goes on. The other character we've not really mentioned is Adrian Veidt. Yeah. Um, he has his sections in each episode. There's nine episodes. And I love the fact that every episode is... Every episode you get maybe a five-minute scene with him. Yeah. And each one is a year apart. Yes. And so when you... So obviously, I think you can work out the first one is in 2010. Mm-hmm. And so by the time you get to episode nine... It's 29. It's, it's the current day. Yeah. Um, the, his, his whole arc... Is like that's that's like the epitome of like the most baffling and like yeah. confusing. Like, what the hell is going on with all of this? Yeah. And then as it kind of becomes into focus, it's like, oh my goodness! It's like so ridiculous, but also so it's amazing. So hard to explain, and I don't even want to really try. But yeah. That I, I loved it, but that moment because I think episode nine opens with him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And the scene. Um, and without saying anything, but when you when the reveal of what's actually been going on, yeah. where he is, when that reveal happens, I remember sat. I remember sitting there because I think you get that scene, and then the first ad break is when he is when he leaves where he is. Yeah, and when he has that moment, I remember just sat there thinking, for fuck's sake! I, I, not even <laughs> like in a not, not in an annoyed way, no, no, but just in kind of like a. Oh, yeah <laughs> and like all this I can't believe I've thought so much about this yes, and like yeah. what's going on here who are these people what's happening and then when you get the answer you're just like oh, of course it is yeah. of course it is right <laughs> yeah no, yep yep I get it so good yeah so good yeah yeah and um, it, there, were, there was so many like double moments with it so for example um, he makes a sign we won't talk in exactly yeah. and then yeah. you you get ah oh, you see the sign and then yeah. you see the full sign. Yeah. And it's like there's so many double reveals that happen where it doesn't even feel cheap. It doesn't even feel like, oh, you just held that back for me. It's like, I love this extra yeah. reveal to it. Um, yeah, his his character was phenomenal. Like most Jer- scenes with Jeremy, Jeremy, Jeremy Irons, Irons. Just absolutely nailed it. <laughs> so, there's a moment where he's on trial as well, which is just <laughs> hilarious. And the characters around him for the whole show as well. Yeah. The whole reason for them and and how they act and what they do and the way they go through ups and downs with him as well. I just remember, I remember <laughs> thinking that in like the first episode, I think the first episode ended and I was like, 
because he's at the you, it's, never, it's, you don't even find out that he is Adrian Veidt technically until about episode four yeah it's just he's his name's never mentioned it's just these random scenes this old guy somewhere yeah and I remember finishing like episode one and seeing his bit I think it was right at the end I think it's the one? very end of the episode I think. Um, and and I remember like texting you or even thinking in my head I was like that's Adrian Veidt yeah and these people are clones yeah and um, I think he's here yeah and I was kind of right but yeah it, just, it didn't matter at all it, and it was exactly. like so funny like because you think you're so clever and you're like oh, I've worked this out but yeah. really it was like, all yeah, kind of like a big like middle like, finger up to you just yeah. like yeah good, good good effort like thinking about it but yeah. really doesn't really matter and um, <laughs> I, I don't even want to say anything more about his little bits because they are yeah. quite good and they're quite a good little mystery yes um, but with episode 9 like, the main thing that I wanted to say about it and mm. it kind of links into what I just said about oh I kind of guessed this or I mm. kind of I kind of had this theory mm. and then yeah and that was right and, I, and and I think that was it was so and, and I, I hate to bang on about this yeah but especially coming after the last big TV show that I watched which was Game of Thrones yeah where you had and even on this podcast we had huge theories and things about mm. what might happen or ideas about this or this would be cool if this happened like literally every time you went man this would be cool if this happened yeah. in Watchmen it was like yeah and, and, and not it, just that but it's better yeah and every time you were like I think this could happen. That much is a little bit out there. Yeah, like, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah, That's it. yeah. That's exactly it. And episode nine was amazing. Yeah. But it, um, but I think it just it, it didn't blow me away just because it. Mm. I mean, it was a, it was brilliant. Yeah. But it didn't it didn't like knock my head off because it just tied everything up so well. Yeah. And exactly how it should have been. Yeah. That you were like, yes, okay, yes, that's how it ended. And yeah. That's how it should have ended. Brilliant. Yeah. I get what I get what you mean in that like. Uh, we, you know we've just had watch we just had a uh, game of thrones season eight. we just had star wars rise of skywalker yeah. and it's like uh, okay yeah ending endings are so hard you know you mentioned lost earlier endings are yeah. so hard to get yeah, right yeah. people get so angry about them but this like it just all felt right yes and it's but it's it but what it because it felt right there wasn't that maybe one or two like blow your mind i didn't think of that like, yeah. or, or like i couldn't even possibly think of that which then sometimes can be like oh well this came so left field that of course i didn't think of it because it doesn't make sense yeah everything in this made sense generally speaking and i think that's why it's so good but maybe not like mind-blowingly yeah. good type of thing even the things that are kind of big crazy reveals and there are a couple in there yeah yeah it's you look back on it and you go Oh, yeah, of it, course. It, it all lined up exactly oh, there was in this that cool way. little Easter egg about how that could have been. Yeah. I um, think that's a very good point. And so I think it's a very hard balancing act for a show not to, as they kept on saying, subvert your expectations with Game of Thrones, mm. but like but also not to make it completely obvious that you know exactly what's going to happen. But like to, to balance that those two things of keeping it a mystery, but giving you enough to theorize and feel satisfied that if you did get it, guess it, then you then you like great you you got it because we were leading there. Yeah. But also not like so left field that it's like well, this kind of doesn't make sense because it of course this is I had no idea of knowing what this was going to happen. Yeah. Um, which I, I think it did a very nice balancing act of that. Um, it does leave a mystery. Yeah. Well, does it leave a mystery? There's one of those. Uh, it's it's kind of like if you've seen Inception, it's like an Inception ending. Yeah. So should we should we just say? Do we say it? Because it kind of gives away something about characters, doesn't it? Okay. Well, maybe we could, we, we could do a double double spoiler. Okay. We double spoil spoiler. a lot of the show. 
if you haven't seen it and you still just want to listen on fine this is a double double spoiler for the big twit like the big final reveal yeah. at the very end so double double spoiler are you gonna stop are you gonna keep listening so stop there okay, okay. right right dr manhattan dies dr manhattan dies okay, he's dead he's dead um a couple episodes before they talk about how um he could potentially pass on his power yeah and he, the way he says is that I could pass it on in an egg. Yeah, she said, "Oh, well, could you put, could he put it in this egg?" And he's like, "Yeah, yeah." And then immediately she smashes the egg box yeah. on the floor. And the last, last very end of the show, end of the whole show, she she opens the egg box and finds one egg. She's cleaning up, there. and there's one egg that's miraculously still perfectly formed, which would be impossible. It would be completely impossible when yeah. with what she did. Um, so she takes the egg she goes out to her uh, when she saw Dr. Manhattan early he was standing on top of the water in the swimming pool and so. she says why are you doing that? and she says he says and this is why I like okay. I think I'm convinced of something he says this is important that you see this for later oh right that is one of his li- <laughs> there, there are I kind of did a bit of reading about, about yeah, this yeah. and there are actually so many things which are easy to forget because they seemingly throw away lines and he says to her whilst what he's as he's about to walk he's like she's like why does this matter he's like this will be important for you but just not right now yeah and he walks onto the water so then she walks onto the water well she goes up to the edge of the swimming pool she she cracks the egg and swallows the egg which which is grim man yeah grim um and then the very end of the of the whole series is her putting her foot down onto the top of the water Mm -hmm. and then cut to black cut to black so who knows so but yeah, did she get Dr. Manhattan's powers? In the promotional pictures, do you know the p- picture which you might have seen on the, the Sky Go app, which is her standing in front of a big yellow clock? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's bathed in blue light. Okay. She is blue, basically, in that. As she goes outside, the the colour temperature of the cinema, of the filming is suddenly so cold compared nice. to it being really warm. Uh, in my head, she is now Dr. Manhattan. Like... In my head, but again, who knows? Yeah, and that's one I of mean, those. Do, it's a fun thing to just kind you, of you theorize. Asked me, after I finished watching it, you asked me, like, oh, "Do you think?" And I was like, yeah. uh, "I don't know." I don't know. And I was just kind of yeah. like, uh, "I'm, I don't mind." Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's and the that, thing. It's, it's great. And, like, and th- that's the other thing to sort of to tail this is like, yeah. there's this is kind of it. There's no, mm. there's no. And obviously, people are asking for it and want it, but there's mm. no hint that there is going to be a Watchmen series too. Yeah, I think I think Damon said that he has written it for this this is the ending there there will tie up a lot of things there will be things that don't get tied up and that's kind of the point sometimes it's not to finish everything so perfectly and but they wrote it for this and they don't have an idea for what to continue and i think someone said well so what about if they ask you if you want to do something he's like well obviously i would like to but right now i have no idea what that would be so the answer would kind of be no because i don't know what we would want to do with it yeah and i I think that's great i mean like so I, I, if for me, I just kind of hope we never find out. Yeah, and I hope we never find out if she was if she got his powers. Yeah, or if she just stacked it into a pool of water. <laughs> yeah, but how yeah. funny would that be if she opens and she's yeah. just like drenched? That, that's one of those things I could totally <laughs> imagine if they did come back for a series two. It starts and she just falls into the water. Kind of like how um the last Jedi opens with Luke throwing the lightsaber away. Yeah, subverting expectations. Exactly. So very important now. Yeah. Um. Oh, what, I just realised what's about to happen. What would you rate this movie? Now, listen, before yeah, you yeah. just give me uh, a number on our patented review scale. Yeah. Um, obviously, when we talked last time about Knives Out, mm. we 
had to take into account a few things in terms of um like how it would bear on our ratings and we talked about you know if it would be if you could take someone on a date to watch and obviously this is a, this is a tv show so you can't really have a you know go and watch it in one date yeah um you're right but is this something that you could see for like netflix and chill is this like a netflix and chill show like no. in, in terms of like <laughs> no i just don't think so but, i think it's far too demanding yeah it is. <laughs> but we did talk about sex appeal like sex appeal is important in this because when we talked about Nice Out, obviously you got a bit of Chris Evans in there. You got, got a bit of Anna Damas, yeah, um, yeah. So what was, what's your opinion on the sex appeal of Watchmen, the TV show? Um, there is a lot of penis. There is penis. There is blue penis. There is blue penis. There is all penis. There is some boobs. Boob. Where are the boobs? Uh, in on in Adrian White's section. Oh, actually, there's yeah, there's a lot of naked people in this show. There's yes, there's actually you yeah, uh, the Adrian White stuff has quite a lot of naked people, completely yes. naked people. So um, yes, there, there's okay. If you if you're gonna get aroused by naked bodies, then yes, <laughs> it's not really sexual. They're not really they're sex. They're not really that sexualized way. in that way. There's a few sex scenes. There are a few sex scenes. Um, quite steamy. Some of them. Um, there's a character called Lube Man. There is a character called Lube Man who has is, a lot of lube on him. That is one of the big mysteries that is left unresolved. Also, when I say he has a lot of lube on him, I mean he I don't mean I don't just mean that he carries a lot of lube. I mean yeah. he puts a lot of lube on him. Yeah, he squirts it all over him. He squirts himself. lube all over him. Yeah, yeah. Um so yeah, okay. So it is it is it is quite sexy at times. Um in in all and, and not just male fantasy. You can like, you get you do I I tell you what, there's not many TV shows yeah. where you see a Vietnamese woman injecting semen directly inside her. Yes, now, you're right. That moment is not for me. I mean, for me, it mm. wasn't especially sexy. No, but I could see some people that might be mm-hmm. their kink. Mm-hmm. Sure, 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 sure. And sure, sure, sure. on realize, we don't kink shame. No, not at all. Not so at if all. Vietnamese women angrily inseminating themselves <laughs> angrily and then quite <laughs> and qu- quite triumphantly as well um, um okay so i'm gonna say i'm gonna say i'm gonna say it does actually have quite good sex appeal okay but it's not good for a date definitely not like a first date. no we, we i think i think you have to be in quite a committed relationship i think you need to understand the other person and how they react to um, to uh, media that demands your attention, you, I think you, I, you can't glaze through this show. Yeah, you can't. That would literally be wasting nine hours of your life doing that. I also think that you have to be quite comfortable in your own skin because that's a big blue willy. That is, yeah. So there is, there are some, there are some hunks, some hunks, and he's, and there's a nice, there's a nice blue bum. Yes. Very it's a nice, nice blue bum, bum, actually. There's a gay sex scene, isn't there? There's a couple. There's a couple of gay, couple sex, of gay scenes. sex scenes. So, actually... Very sexy show. Very sex. se- I'm going to take that back. Very sex. sexy show. Sex so, Andrew Mugginson, yeah. what would you rate Watchmen on our passing Now, now this is, this is just my rating. This isn't my um, dating rate. This is just how I feel about okay. the show. Yeah. Cool. So, the way I would describe this, I think I would give it um, probably a... 69 Oh, okay. You that, left that, that along with ex- the breath. Extended, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. How about yourself then? Where where were you feeling 
What score would you give it? Okay, I know exactly what score it's going to get. Okay. You ready? Yeah. You ready? You sure? Yeah. Woo! 69! Whoa! Okay, wow. Because I just... The fact Mate, that it, I, it, it landed, it, yeah. it was like... Boo! And it landed, it landed yeah. an ending. Exactly. Oh my gosh. How we have needed an yes. ending to land. I remember getting a text from you at some point just being like... I just wish every writer of a TV show would just watch this yes, and learn please. for what this show does. I think the, the problem is everyone just wants to write a TV show that's going to get 10 seasons and yeah. money. Yeah. yeah, I think that's probably a, a big fact. Is it, it was so dense and condensed in that it didn't need to think about, right, how can we stretch this over... 300 hours of tv yes, yeah and um, just What's, told a great story you know how can we explain the smoke monster exactly how can we exactly um great so you have got our ratings for the watchman you'll yeah. you'll know that we think you should definitely go and watch the watchman mm, essential um, uh, and if you haven't well you just had the most of it spoiled yeah. so uh, sorry about hopefully. that <laughs> uh, but ab- absolutely so so such a great show yeah such a great show um and i think what we need to do is then um it's just i'm going to introduce a little ending Okay. Ending moment here. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to put you on the spot. You ready? Oh, no. Okay. So, Andrew, mm. what did The Watchmen make you realise? Um, that racism is bad. You heard it here first. Mm. Racism. <laughs> racism <laughs> is bad. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back. Um, for another episode of Realising Near Future, we will be talking a lot about Star Wars. Yes. Rise of Skywalker will also be... Uh, do you know what? We're going to rank all the Star Wars movies. We're going to rank them. Rank so we're going to have them. a bit of a discussion over them all. I think we'll, we'll, do, we'll just kind of touch upon each of the others. Um, it's more about Rise of Skywalker and, yep. and our overall riding thoughts of the whole... Sk- the Skywalker saga. Yeah, the Skywalker saga. Um, uh, we will also be talking about The Witcher in the near future mm, the TV show The Witcher we're about halfway weeks. through that yeah um, so thank you so much for listening um, remember racism is it's bad, bad. Stupid like <laughs> <laughs> shit, shit. Um, Nicole Kidman went there.